What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Christian Oswald, who's the founder of Rainfall. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Great, Matt. Thanks for having me on. And uh, again, thanks for everything that you're doing in the in the Phoenix market. Yeah, you know, I appreciate you coming on. You know, I, I've been doing it for so long. I love it. You know, I love Phoenix. You know, it's a great place to live. So why not make it a great startup scene, right? Um, but right. you being a startup founder in Phoenix are, are also making it better just by operating in this town. So let's let's talk about it. What are you working on? What is Rainfall? What is your company? Awesome. Yeah. So Matt, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm the I'm the founder of, of Rainfall. What we're working on at a high level, and we can certainly get into, into more of the details, but what we've done is created a platform that allows brands and consumers to authenticate physical items, right? Um, there's a large counterfeit market out there, whether that's everything from car airbags to fashion to you name it, right? There's, there's a large issue with with counterfeits. Um, and it's actually a personal problem that we ran into and I can get into that story later on as well. Um, but we wanted to solve for that. So, so we've built a platform that does just that. And, um, uh, there's a lot more to it. And if you want, we can certainly delve into those details, but at a high level, that's essentially what we do. And that's kind of the foundation. Um, and, uh, we're headquartered here in, in Phoenix, Arizona, as you know, the mech Tekka, uh, or the tech Mecca, of the world um we've got some folks in australia some folks in europe and some folks around the us but um yeah happy to to, to jump in a little more as well yeah let, let's take that level deeper so someone you know found out about rainfall you know on this podcast they wanted to use it get the benefit out of it can you kind of maybe talk through 
maybe example of someone you get kind of going through the whole experience from getting the product, actually using it, getting the value out of it. Can you kind of walk through an example there? Yeah, definitely. Um, so we, we take, um, so we work with brands initially. Consumers can definitely use the platform and onboard their own physical products. But how we go to market is working with brands. Um, so let's say you're, you're a fashion brand, you want to solve for a certain issue, as we talked about counterfeit, but there's a lot more than that. Um, you essentially embed uh, something that is able to connect that physical item to the digital world, right? And that could be an NFC chip. Uh, one of these little guys, right? I don't know if that'll focus. Okay. Yeah, totally. The point, right? So, so you can embed an NFC chip. Um, you know, a lot of folks say, oh, you're the NFC company. Well, we're, we're kind of agnostic to the end point, right? It could be an NFC chip. It could be a QR code. It could be a GPS unit. Uh, we're working on image recognition um, because every physical physical item, including ourselves, have our own fingerprint, right? And each item has its own fingerprint. So, so we essentially... Um, uh, use one of those endpoints essentially to connect that that physical piece to the digital world, and then on the digital side, again, we've we've created a platform so we serialize every single item. So as a consumer, you know what I've I've got a prop. I'm going to show you a little prop. These these are special actually, and I get to these stories. So these are these are sneakers, right? You might not know uh, what they are or who they're for, but um, these are Italian leather handmade in Italy. And if you notice, I don't know if you see that, it's an X, right? So these shoes are made for Elon Musk um, and they have an NFC chip, a rainfall NFC chip uh, in here. So as a consumer, right, you can take any item, you can, I don't know if you saw that, you get a little push notification, just tap your phone, get a little push notification. So as a consumer, this is how I would interact with a physical item, right? Uh, I can see, you know, Various details about the shoe. Uh, this one actually says it's honoring Elon Musk. Uh, this was a collaboration with an artist. So they designed the artwork that went on this custom shoe. Uh, it was commissioned by uh, A-List for the, there's a whole series. So uh, it was it was commissioned by A-List for as a gift to the PayPal founders and the early leaders of PayPal. Uh, but you wouldn't have known that just by looking at these shoes, right? So this gives you not just not just what the shoe is made of goat leather, you know, made in Italy, et cetera. But you can see the full story. So the full story here, everything from um, the manufacturing process. So basically you're, you're adding, the brand can add rich content to the story of that physical item where this shoe is being made. You can see the artisans actually making this shoe, right? So we take it from, hey, this is just an authentic product, right? This is not a counterfeit. This is not made in China to allowing brands to kind of tell a story. And that story can be told through any way they want, any kind of rich media, whether that's music, photos, videos, text, links, et cetera, et cetera. And it's very contextual, right? So take maybe a, a sports jersey, for example, right? Like maybe you have uh, a Devin Booker uh, jersey and you go to the Phoenix Suns game, right? That can be contextual where you can have the same concept embedded in that jersey. Now you can see content relevant to the game. If you own that item, you can also add your own content and your own story. So if you pass this down to your kids, they can start seeing those stories as well. So um, that's how a consumer would, would engage. It allows brands to also engage with the consumers and create like a much tighter relationship, right? Versus a brand not knowing who bought something from 
dick sporting goods, you know, whatever the case may be. So uh, uh, on the back end, we've we've struck the partnership with uh, with Salesforce as well. So this allows um, you know opt-in first-party and zero-party data for the brand to be able to be consumed and pushed into a, a, a CRM like like Salesforce, you know, as an example. And you can start seeing a lot of data, and they can take that data and then really personalize the engagement that they have with with their consumers. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I think it's brilliant. I thought the first time I heard of, I heard about this, it wasn't even from you, it was from, from our good friend, Philip. And he was just like, you know, this is so cool. And then it was cool. Then we met and I'm like, damn, this is sick. And even on the podcast, hearing about it from, you know, the, the second yeah. or third or fourth time, it is still sick. Uh, walk awesome. me through though, like, how'd you get the idea? Where, where did it come from? It's a very unique idea, a very unique POV. So what's the origin story here? What, why Rainfall? Why this product? Yeah, great, great. Uh, actually, that that is a good question. I, and, and I don't think if I um, didn't have this experience personally, I wouldn't have come up with this concept with the, before I jump into that, those are the shoes at night. So that X actually glows at night, which is pretty cool. That's um, how do so, I, um, how do I just like become an Elon lookalike so I can, I can get those shoes. So, so That's actually, actually the point. Yeah, it, so, like, well, it, that wouldn't even work, right? Because that that's the gen- the genius of uh, the genius of rainfall. It's, it's 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 so cool. That's sweet. That that's sweet that they glow in the dark. <laughs> um. So so uh. So a list and and you know kind of who they partnered with. They did commission this for for the PayPal founders and leaders, but uh, you will be able to order these uh, soon yourself. There's going to be a very limited quantity. Uh, Elon's getting the first one. You know, one of you know ten or whatever it is. But there are. You know others that 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 folks will be able to order, but the origin story. So so just a quick quick background on myself. Um, uh, I'm a veteran. I've been in tech for the last um, you know 20, 20 odd years. Big tech, Cisco, Salesforce, small startups. Um, never as as a founder per se. Um, probably in the mid teens, uh, a veteran buddy of mine reached out and he's like, Hey, I want you to come on board and help me with a fashion brand. And we're like, I have no idea about fashion. And he's like, neither do I, but let's, let's do this. Um, so he started a, a veteran luxury fashion brand that was really focused for, for veterans. Right. And, and we handmade roulette leather jackets in New York city. And, um, I might've told you this, this story before, but, uh, it, it went kind of viral, like folks like Mark Andreessen ended up buying a jacket, Bear Grylls, General Mad Dog Matter. So it went, you know, went kind of viral. Um, but with that came a whole bunch of counterfeits, right? So these are close to $2,000 jackets. They're made in the US, right? The kangaroo leather is very expensive. Um, so uh, we started seeing a whole bunch of counterfeits hit the market. You know, these were like $100 leather jackets that were, Coming from Pakistan, they they totally ripped off um, our product, right? Like our zippers alone on the jackets cost a hundred bucks, right? Um, and they were making this whole thing for for a hundred dollars. So um, we're like, let's let's solve this problem, right? Like let's let's see as a brand, as a fashion brand, let's try and solve for this. And we looked at well, like well, I'm sure Louis Vuitton and Coach they have a counterfeit issue, right? Let's go out and let's find what they're doing. And, and we found that they weren't really doing much, right? Like they might have a, a little card that says this is certified or this is authentic in a handbag. And we're like, well, the counterfeiters can just create those things, right? Or they'll put in like a fake serial number or they'll buy a real one that may have a serial number and just copy it. Now there's a million 
you know, handbags with the same serial number. And we're like, that's, that's not a, that's not a solution to solve for this. So, so with the tech background, um, you know, we've been working with NFC chips and QR codes for a while. So we started, um, we started embedding the NFC chips uh, into the labels and we started as an MVP and initially it was just, you know, this is authentic or not. Uh, and then we started building upon that concept because it's software, right? We're able to add the stories. Um, we're able to add the marketing capabilities. Um, and, and as we move forward, uh, more and more capabilities will be able to be added to the, you know, to the solution. So, you know, we've enabled everything from books to fashion, shoes, uh, even, even cigars, right? Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's the origin story. So, so it was extremely personal to us, right? And we're like, we're gonna, um, you know, we're gonna, we're going to combat this um, because it was so personal to us. We've always known that counterfeit issues have been an issue for a very long time, but it didn't really affect us, right? And now it affected us. So we thought, let's um, let's do this. So so we've been building the, the platform since um, 2017, 2018 or so. We called it Rainfall based on um, uh, Australia's Area 51. So there's actually a joint base um, in Australia between the US and, and the Aussies, uh, and its code name was Rainfall. So we called it Rainfall. Um, but we ended up spinning the tech company out of the fashion brand just this year, just just earlier this year, because we we knew that this was uh, a solution that could solve a problem for a lot of brands, not just our own. So we ended up spinning the the tech company out of the fashion brand, and now we're focused on um, on the tech side of things. So walk me through uh, through a little bit of like your vision here. Like you know, you have a have a problem with this company, you build the solution. Um, but what does the next few steps look like? If you were to look out 5, 10, 15 years, what do you see as the big vision for Rainfall and what direction do you see it going in? The the the, the vision at the end of the day is where every physical item is Rainfall enabled, right? Like like that's the big vision, right? But how do you get there from from here? And it's, you know, baby steps, right? It's It's one step at a time. Best time to kind of plant a tree was 20 years ago. Second best time to plant a tree is now, right? Um, so we've uh, we're focused on just a handful of industries uh, that we're like actually going outbound into, uh, but we're also enabling inbound, right? So the cigars, for example, that was like an inbound an industry that came to us that said, "Hey, we would like to solve for a problem that they have, right? Engage with their consumers, et cetera, et cetera." Um, and, and it doesn't really derail us from our vision and kind of what we're building, right? Like we don't have to build anything different. It's it's the same concept, the same hardware, whether it's QR codes or NFC chips on and so forth, right? Um, so we've, uh, we, the, the lowest hanging fruit are things like um, uh, fashion is low hanging fruit that we're going after uh, initially. Alcohol is, is a big one as well. Um, uh, so those are, you know, some of the major industries that we're going after. The relationship with Salesforce. So we really believe in a go-to-market through partners, right? So we've signed a relationship with with Salesforce. Their sales reps will actually get paid on our platform. Um, so if they sell Rainfall, they will get a commission for selling our platform. And it also pulls through a lot of what they're trying to sell, right? Um, and that's that's the way we're going to um, you know go to market. We're going to try it with with Salesforce first, and then there's obviously you know a bunch of others 
that we could potentially partner with, whether that's Microsoft or Google or Amazon, so on and so forth. Um, but that's initially where we're starting. They can walk us in the door of, you know, many consumer brands, right? Um, or even, you know, folks in a manufacturing, um, who knows, right? Like a, uh, an airbag for a car or whatever the case may be, right? Um, what's interesting is that Europe is actually implementing uh, something called a DP, DPP. Uh, I think it stands for Digital Product Passport where all physical items will need to have something similar to this by uh, 2026 is when they start implementing that. Um, so it's it's just a matter of time before that kind of, you know, similar concept comes to the US uh, and more and more items are, you know, required to do that, that right? So so that's that's our vision, right? At the end of the day is let's enable every, every physical item and let's um, start off one step at a time. The other part of that is enabling consumers to be able to add their own items, right? So while we're initially working with brands, consumers today, while it's not a focus on our go-to-market, consumers today can um, add their own thing. If, if, if they have a family heirloom, right? If they have grandmother's salad bowl, a didgeridoo uh, or some medals or whatever, right? They can add their own products to, to the platform as well and add their own stories and show their family and friends um, stories about you know various family heirloom items. It's a, it's an awesome vision, but in order to make the vision come to life and happen, you need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work and scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money, looking for customers, partners? Like how can we assist? Yeah, thanks, Matt. Um, I think it's, uh, I think first, how can I help the community, right? So if there's anyone out there that um, uh, needs help, certainly reach out to me and I'll try and help in any capacity, right? So I think I think first is being able to give back to the community. Um, we are raising, we're, we're, we're totally self-funded. So, you know, if we're able to raise, great. If not, I'm fine with that, right? Um, uh, we will hire when we require it. So if it's organic growth, we'll hire at the right time, the right people, right? First, um, you know, first, First priorities are folks like um, CSMs, right? Customer success managers, uh, sales, you know, obviously devs. Um, if we raise a, a larger amount, then, you know, we'll be able to accelerate that. Um, and then, uh, I mean, those are the main things, right? Like how how can I help you, right? Is, is number one. And two, um, yeah, we are potentially looking at, at, at raising with the right partners, right? And then obviously, you know, every startup can do with more partners and more customers, right? So any connections Absolutely. Into, into brands that may, you know, be able to take advantage of this, you know, certainly let me know. And if any of those brands or potential investors or just like talent is, is, is watching this and they don't just want to connect and learn more, where can they find you? Do you have a website? Do you have a social media, you know, handle and email address? Where can people kind of learn more to plug in? Yeah, probably LinkedIn is the best. Um, and then Twitter, I'm, I'm not that active, uh, on Twitter, but uh, I'm more a consumer of content on Twitter, but I do check my DMs. So uh, on Twitter, it's CLswold79. Uh, and then on LinkedIn, it's just, just Christian Oswald. Uh, website is uh, rainfall.com, but the last A is actually a number four instead of an A. So it's R-A-I-N-F for the number, uh, the number four, LL.com. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I appreciate it. And best of luck building this out. Thanks, Matt. And again, thanks for uh, all the things that you do for the uh, for the Phoenix tech scene. Appreciate it.